Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. Air exists in the vacuum of truth. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. You know, there's a lot of stories flying around, uh, more so than ever, it seems. Uh, a lot of speculations, a lot of conspiracy theories. And, you know, the scripture really does address uh, some of these things, maybe more so than we thought. When the Apostle Paul was in jail awaiting execution, and he wrote to Timothy, you know, what I call the New Testament Proverbs, like how to lead the church, the very first thing, I want you to think about this, the very first thing he instructed Timothy in was on how to deal with conspiracy theories. In 1 Timothy 1, verse 2, he says, To Timothy, my true son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. As I urged you upon my departure from Macedonia, remain on at Ephesus so that you may instruct certain men not to teach strange doctrines. So his first injunction, his first command was, I don't want you to let these guys teach strange doctrines, nor, verse 4, pay attention to myths and endless genealogies which give rise to mere speculation rather than furthering the administration of God which is by faith. Here's the Keith Tusi version of that. Timothy, preach what you do know. Preach what is sure. Preach what is clear. Do not waste time speculating on what we're not sure of. And by the way, don't let anybody else do it either. You know, the uh, issue of tickling ears, there, there are lots of things that are interesting. Uh, but the Bible over and over again warns us not to get speculative about so many things because it takes our attention. It distracts us. Think about distraction. It's when you lose traction. And you know, one thing I've noticed, I've been around a little bit. I've been in the kingdom over 40 years and I've seen so many theories come and go. I've seen so many speculations come and go. If if I had a dollar for every conspiracy theory I heard, uh, I mean, we've talked about the return of Christ, the evidence of Christ, speculate. Oh, my goodness, it goes on and on. And you know what? We've really lost credibility, not just in the church, but in the world, uh, because we really haven't stuck to the preaching of the Bible, to the preaching of the cross. We've gotten distracted. When you lose traction, in other words, you're you're making a lot of smoke, you know. I'm a little bit of a gearhead. I like fast cars. And, you know, you watch these car shows on TV, you know, on, uh, you know, the rebuilding of the car. And these guys, you know what they all like to do? They all go like the, and, and just melt the tires. They like to burn burn the tires, just melt them down. It's it's distraction. They're not going anywhere, but it sure feels great. It's just there's nothing like dumping the clutch on 400 horsepower and just melt. I tell you, it's just a thrill. I, I'm sorry. I, I enjoy it. I like it. But you know what? 
I'm not deceived. When those tires are burning, you're not going anywhere, buddy. But you're having a great time sitting still. And I think that's what's happening in the church a lot. We're not going anywhere, but man, we're making a lot of smoke. We're having a great time sitting still. You know, we're making a lot of noise. It sure does feel good. And what about this? And what about that? And we're smarter than the next guy. Well, what has God said? He says to be weary of speculations. Timothy, the first thing I want you to do is stop these people. Do not give them a pulpit in the church. Don't let your leaders tolerate these people in the congregation leading people astray with all these different speculations. And it amazes to me how intelligent people can really get distracted. My wife was at the doctor's office this week and the doctor told her he believed that President Biden was a clone. I'm not kidding. I can't make this up. Maybe you've heard. Maybe you've heard some of this. Now I'm not trying to make fun of somebody. My heart goes out to people. But see, air exists in the vacuum of truth, and so we've got to emphasize the truth. Now, are there conspiracies? Yes. Are there conspiracies, these worldwide conspiracies? We've got all these organizations and all these nations and they're all conspiring and they're going to do this. Listen, human t- nature tells you that's impossible. You know why? Because people can't keep a secret. That's just the truth. People can't keep a secret. You know, you, you, your family can't keep a secret. A church can't keep a secret. An organization can't keep a secret. Do you think all these ungodly people with their wicked agendas would be able to really keep a secret? Do you think that when one of these people got offended or fall out or quit or something happened, uh, you know, they didn't get promoted or, or whatever it was, you know, they didn't get the microphone or their name wasn't on the press release. Do you think when they got offended, they're not going to spill the beans? Come on now, give me a break. You've got to know human nature better than that. The conspiracies we're aware of, there, yeah, there are demonic conspiracies. And they're spelled out in the scripture. We need to pay attention to them. But you know what? We need to be more familiar with the truth. We need to be very clear on the truth. The King James translates that. Don't give heed to things that minister questions. So when we're, when we're talking about things, are we edifying people? Or are we just putting more questions in their mind? Are we just raising more questions? Are we just making them more unstable? Are we making them more fearful? Okay? Yeah. The New Living Translation says, don't talk about things that waste people's time. Oh, my goodness. Don't talk about things that waste people's time. Friend, listen. Let me just speak in your life. If you're spending a lot of time listening to these conspiracy theories, Shut it off, please. Help yourself. Renew your mind with the Word of God. Isn't it interesting that the very first speculation or the very first direction, excuse me, that the Apostle Paul gave to Timothy was to stop the speculations, not to pay heed to endless genealogies. You know what endless genealogies are? This person's connected to that person, and this thing's connected. That's a genealogy, right? This person begat this person, and they're the second uncle's cousin's brother's nephew-in-law. Okay, that's what these conspiracies sound like, isn't it not? Take the smile off your face. You know it's the truth. It, 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 this is what they sound like. Don't give heed to en- endless genealogies where people are trying to build their case and connect all these facts that really don't exist and there's no way to verify them. 
Those things don't control you anyway. Now, if you know something to be fact, you know it to be evil, uh, a legitimate conspiracy gets uncovered. And by the way, we are instructed to pray that all things will come to light. That's how we ought to pray. And I think you can pray that way without being distracted by it. Why would I take information? Think about this. If somebody has a conspiracy, why would I take information from them? Why would I trust their information? That's like people that want to talk to the devil and ask the devil questions. Like, oh, all of a sudden the father of lies is going to start, you know, giving you truthful answers. I don't think so. I, I got better sources to get my information from than the devil. I got better sources to get my information from from the media. I got better sources to get my information from from prophets and conspiracy theorists that have been wrong consistently. Now all of a sudden I'm going to listen to these people? No. God wants the gospel to be reliable. God wants the gospel to be sound. God wants the gospel to be consistent. In order for that to happen, you and I have got to be consistent with it. We've got to focus on what I do know and not what I don't know. There's a lot of things I don't know. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time researching things that the Bible has already told me don't waste your time doing. Don't spin your wheels. Don't be distracted, even if you get a thrill out of it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Confusion comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the conspiratorialist. He said to Timothy, don't give heed to strange doctrines, nor pay attention to endless myths, or excuse me, myths and endless genealogies, which give rise to what? Mere speculation. The best thing they can do is, oh, that's interesting. Oh, speculate on that. And you get all these people together and they talk themselves right out of faith. And here's the other thing about, have you ever noticed? Very When people get all caught up in this, it's so theoretical that there's no action point. There's nothing you can really do. You want a conspiracy? Here's a conspiracy. The devil hates people and abortion is a tool of the devil. That's a conspiracy. Now, since we know that, why don't we go out and do something about it, okay? Rather than speculate in all these other conspiracies that we don't know anything about and are going to be proven to be false, that are mere speculation on their best day, endless genealogies, this country's connected to this country and that mark means this if you hold it in the mirror underwater and you get a reflection and come on now, come on. Do you think God by his spirit, that's how he's going to reveal things to us? I don't think so. I think number one, they're going to be revealed by the word of God. I think number two, he's going to reveal them to the church. And he does have holy messengers called angels that there are many instances in the Bible that he chose to use them to reveal things to. But they'll be consistent with Scripture. They'll be consistent with the character of God. And you know what they'll do? They will lift up Jesus. Do any of these conspiracy theories that you hear being bantered about, do they lift up Jesus? No. And some of the people you're being nice and polite to, you need to say, you know what? I don't know about that, but here's what I do know. Jesus was born of a virgin. He was crucified, died, and was buried. And he rose again, and he loves you and wants to save you. That's that's a conspiracy. That's divine conspiracy that God carried out. That's the conspiracy they need to know about. Give them the one you know about, not the one you don't. Hey, I'm a little passionate about this in case you haven't noticed because I just see so much distraction happening with believers. Hey, this is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. 
please consider the things I've shared with you today. And if you know somebody, which you probably do, that needs to hear this, it might not make them happy, but maybe it'll set them free. Go ahead and send it over to them. God bless you. Today, Keith had a discussion on truth or consequences. God wants the gospel to be reliable. God wants the gospel to be sound. God wants the gospel to be consistent. In order for that to happen, you and I have to be consistent with it. Focus on what we do know and not on what we don't know. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.